Welcome to the very first episode of The Bubba Chat. This is going to be a casual podcast where some friends and I, and occasionally some special guests, discuss all things anime. We'll share our thoughts about shows and manga from the past and present, and explore our love and hate for the medium. We can start by introducing everybody. I am Cash. Okay, so I'm Yevi. Uh, I don't know, like, I have a very nasally voice, so hopefully you guys can hear me. Alright, um, I'm Abel. Uh, nice to meet you all. And I'm Chris. Also nice to meet you for this first podcast. Well, it's so formal. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, we've all known each other for quite a while, and we usually talk about anime pretty casually. And so it's cool to do it in sort of a more formal setting. So I think we've talked a lot about our favorite animes, but one thing I'm curious about is how did you guys get into watching anime? Like sort of what at what point in your life did you realize that, hey, this thing is kind of cool and maybe I'd prefer to watch this over other kinds of media? Mm, I can start us off. All right. So, sure. so like um, when I was in, I think, grade seven, uh, you know, I, that was back in the time where I think the most anime thing I watched was Naruto dub on Cartoon Network. And I don't know, that to me, that doesn't really count because Naruto is like the most normie anime possible. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then, wait, was this back when you were in the Philippines? Yeah, back when I was in the Philippines, okay. grade seven, I had like the worst, worst accent imaginable. <laughs> and then, um, what's this? My friend, uh, who I've known since like I was three years old, like showed me Gurren Lagann, and that's the the anime that I cite as my entry point into anime. It wasn't Naruto; it was Gurren Lagann. So yeah. Okay, and do you find? Because I know in Canada we got like anime and YTV and other stuff. Did you guys have similar in the Philippines? Like, was anime a thing aired on just normal television channels? Okay, so. We had this one specific channel for anime, just for anime. It showed Wait, nothing actually? else. Actually, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, okay. it was like it was. I remember. So, uh, Cartoon Network was channel forty three in the Philippines. Disney Channel was uh, no Nickelodeon was channel forty five. Disney was channel forty six. No, sorry, Disney Channel was channel uh, forty seven. My bad. And channel forty six was the anime channel, which was Animax. So I would always pass by it. And I would always, you know, see what kind of anime was airing at the, or like re-aired, I guess, at the time. So I got to see a lot of weird shit, let's just say. And was it like, <laughs> was it like, because I know in a lot of Asian countries, they do sort of like shitty dubs over it. Or the, like worst, the, the worst dubs for possible. every single anime. The worst dubs possible, especially in the Philippines. I mean, we don't have like a voice acting industry, right? So <laughs> there, there's, luckily it wasn't on that channel the uh where the shitty dubs were it was on like okay. channel 14 which i never passed by so uh it, it was like really shit and i i don't understand tagalog at all which is the filipino language so i never had to go there and i'm an english first language boy so Wait, gotcha. were the yep. shows like um were they popular animes or they were they really niche it's like i think unknown? in the prime airing time of like 6 p.m., you know, just get home from school. That's when they show, like, the big names, like DBZ, Full Metal Alchemist, the stuff like that. Yeah, the shonens, everything. But um, in, when I'm, like, when I stay up to, like, 11, 
in the morning, you'd always see like the really the really niche stuff. Like uh, um, there was like a few old Gundam, no, not Gundam, Zoids, Zoid series that I don't think anybody fucking remembers, right? <laughs> so I haven't even heard of that actually. Yeah, Zoids Same. is basically yeah, yeah. Gundam, but animals i guess if, if i could like instead of like oh, wow. big humanoid robots it's animals all right that sounds that sounds kind of lit to be honest <laughs> yeah uh yeah tons of i i'm closer to Jap- japan than canada is right so we get a lot of asian media or like japanese stuff that probably doesn't make it over here to canada gotcha so speaking of shitty dubs i can kind of go because I have an older brother who has been pretty into anime for as long as I can remember. And I remember in like grade two, like on YTV, if you stayed up late enough, you'd get like Yu-Gi-Oh! And then it'd go to DBZ. And then you'd start getting into like Naruto and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember in grade two watching that on YTV and being like, what, what is he? Like, it's incomprehensible to me that there's blood in cartoons. I was yeah. like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, right? And I was like, and there's also these like kind of crappy English dubs over it because it's like the four kids stuff, right? So Sanji's sitting there like licking his lollipop <laughs> instead of smoking. Right? I, was yeah. like, oh, I yeah. remember watching this in grade two and being like, wow, who, like who in their right mind would watch this crap? Like get me SpongeBob, bro, and I'm on my way. Right. And then I remember closer to when I was older, like in grade five and six, my brother was super into One Piece at the time. And he was like, yo, Cash, you should try watch One Piece. And I was like, okay, well, where do you watch it? And so he sent me a link to like some random, I don't think Kiss Anime was a thing back in grade five. It was some like random Probably shady not, anime yeah. website. And like, I remember watching it and I was like, whoa, there's blood in cartoons. Except now it was kind of hype because they're older, right? You're like, yeah. okay, that's kind of oh, cool. And then I remember back then, like there weren't like good English dubs. They were like crappy fan dubs. And I, like, I don't know if this is the same experience with you guys, but whenever I watch something with fan dubs, like they'll take every single opportunity to swear. Like, the original <laughs> Japanese would be, like, Yubaka, and then the thing would be, like, oh, you, you fucking motherfucker, <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. Okay, so, like, in grade five, I'd be watching this on, like, our family's iPad in the living room, and my mom would just be, like, what, what the hell is this garbage? <laughs> and so I got banned from watching One Piece after, like, the first three episodes. And then I don't think it was until grade seven that I discovered, oh, you can, like, watch stuff with headphones in. And I like revisited One Piece uh, again. The revolutionary technology. Yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, and I was Changed like, oh, everything. Yeah, I was like, okay. And then I realized sometime in like grade seven that like subs were a thing, and that like anime was actually from Japan and not like shittily fan dubbed by default. And right. I was like, oh, okay. Wait, so hold up. The first One Piece episode you ever watched were the fan dubs. Yeah, like I I didn't know anime was like <laughs> a so Japanese backwards. thing. Yeah, because I saw it on YTV, right? And it was always in English. And then when I watched it online, it was like this crappy English fandom. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And then sometime in grade seven, I realized the original thing was in Japanese. And I could watch it like with subs with my headphones in. And I was like, oh, wow, Japan. Hmm. I mean, okay. I don't, know, I don't know about you guys, but when I first stumbled onto like full-on Japanese dub, English subtitles, I was... T- I, I was like, no, get that shit away from me. I don't want to read while I'm watching something. You know what I mean? That was the, yeah, that's how I started, honestly. Yeah. yeah but I, actually, yeah, like, what was your first uh, anime book? Oh, me? Okay, so, I mean, of course, same uh, story, you know, classic, uh, check YTVO, oh, there's this 
orange kid who's doing ninja moves. That's cool. It's I'll always fucking it. Naruto. Man. It's always Naruto, dude. Anyway, so I was like, I was like, this is cool, you know. And then, like, of course, my cousins were super into it. So when I went to India, they would always be like watching like fucking Naruto or Pokemon with like a shitty Tamil dub, and it was all by like <laughs> the same guy. So even like Sakura sounded like a thirty-year-old grown like man <laughs> or something. It was really bad. It was like I don't even know. Everything was really shit. But like, you know, what? Naruto was cool, and yeah, that was at the same time you know, I watched like Ben Ten and stuff. So that's like obviously like you know the usual Pokemon. Uh... Oh yeah, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh too a ton. It was like I, I unironically think that show is like the dub is like nasty good. Like even nowadays it holds up. The dialogue is top tier, by the way. Anyway, um, then you know had a phase where I was like, oh, you weebs anime, gross. Who who even likes that shit? That was like grade seven, and then grade nine. I remember like. I think I like heard about Sword Art Online and the concept. I, I remember I also I got I got Sword Art Online confused with Persona Four for some weird reason. What? I don't know. Mm. I know that sounds like, really it might weird. Might be the art style. I don't know. It doesn't. No, look no, any, not, it was because it doesn't look it any be- like same at all. But yeah, yeah. No, I think it was because like I think someone was talking about Sword Art Online, but there was like Persona video going or like something going on in the background. I don't know if it was, like, J-Wits or some shit. This was a while ago. But, like, oh, I don't know. A, some, a some guy, name. Yeah, some guy on YouTube. I got the two confused. I'm like, wow, Persona 4 looks so cool, but I thought it was SAO, and I checked SAO, and I didn't recognize the characters. I was like, fuck it, I'll keep watching. And I watched it. I'm like, holy shit, this stuff actually, this, this stuff pops off. And I kept going, and I binged watched the entire, uh, what is it, 25 episodes uh, till, like, 4 in the morning or 5 in the morning. And then found out that the season two just so happened to be confirmed to be like a, a month later, and yeah. And then I watched Attack on Titan, and yeah, just, just shit take went it down. from there. And then shit went down from there, just downhill. <laughs> Everything's been <laughs> it's never been the same since then. Never been the same. It's just a yeah. de-evolution once you get into anime. Just devolves into worse yeah. and worse shit. And I'm like, oh here, oh high school DXD, here we go. Oh, hey, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> So then, so then, Chris, what what got you into anime? Was it similar? Because I know you like Pokemon a lot. Too, well, right? for, yeah, for me, I there wasn't really a distinction between anime as opposed to regular Western uh, TV shows. Because I didn't even know that Naruto was on YTV, and I watched YTV a lot. So I don't know, like I didn't have the same experience that you guys had, but I did watch a lot of Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh and Digimon and all those on TV. Oh, you so watched guess, Digimon. Yeah, Digimon was the best, and the movies are so good. But, <laughs> yeah, but... So, my two older brothers were really into Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon Digimon. We had, like, all the cards, everything you could... Every legendary card you could possibly want, we got them. Okay, wait, I have mm. a question. Did you actually know how to play Pokemon as a kid? Because when I was a kid, like, we just trade cards. Like, no one knew. Like, wait, do you mean the trading card game? game? Or do you mean the Yeah, yeah, game? like the trading card game. Oh, okay. I, I think no, no fucking kid knows how to yeah, play the no, trading card game. My brothers were really into all of the card games. So they would play Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, the legit way. They would play Pokemon. You actually knew. Yeah, they would play Pokemon, like, using the... Those random cards that just had the symbol of the element. I don't. Oh, even, I don't know energy. what those are used for. Dude, I would always <laughs> like. I would always, always. I'd always be tempted to like throw those away. Not gonna lie, because they didn't. Yeah, look I'd cool. be opening my card pack and I'd be like, oh, I got some more dumb like fire elements. Like I don't care. Fire energy. <laughs> yeah, so they're really into that. So they knew how to play it. I never learned how to play it because 
I was too young. Like, I didn't really care. I was like, ooh, cool, like, fire dragon. That's, that looks cool. <laughs> right? So right. That, that's probably, like, the first anime if you if you want to classify Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! as anime. Because technically, I guess they are. But that's that's a different discussion. I have, I have a lot of thoughts about that. But, yeah, not for now. Yeah, so that's, like, my first introduction. But... To more mainstream anime, my brothers would be watching like Naruto on their computer, and I just walk in and be like, "Whoa, that looks that's so cool!" I think I came in on the uh, what arc? It was like the very early on. Everyone walks in during the tune-in exam. Yeah, no, no, yeah, the tune-in exam. I walked in during the tune-in exam. I was like, "This is sick! This is so cool!" Yeah. They're just fighting. Why is that always the arc I've noticed that people walk in on Naruto? So I think it's like the the most hype of like the first Naruto. Yeah, it's like, like the yeah. first time, like you kind of get the. I think everyone loves a good tournament arc. Yeah, right? and like there, no, no one the in their arc. right mind hates one. Yeah, it's yeah. always yeah. the arc. People are like, oh, I just turned Naruto on when I was a kid, and there was like this Rock Lee guy fighting the Sand Dude. It's just always during that arc. I just noticed. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, the first anime I actually saw was I would visit my cousins a lot, and they're a lot older than me, uh, similar to my brother's age, and they were watching this anime, which I still don't know what it's called, but I it's about these girls doing um, trippanzee and, like, acrobatic stuff, and it has a very similar art style to Sailor Moon. And okay. I just, like, I have very clear memories of watching this anime behind the backs of my cousins. <laughs> okay, but sadly, I, I don't think I can, yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm searching through my, like, data banks in my head <laughs> to, to, like, see if I remember any anime <laughs> that looks like that. And I, I, can't, I can't find yeah. anything. But, like, sure, I like Naruto and stuff, but that anime, that hit. I was like, this, is so, was like... this is so cool. Holy crap, anime titties? <laughs> yo, yo, anime is everybody's first, like, sexual awakening. Let's be fucking No, I think it was really progressive back then, like, or, like, conservative. Like, they mm. didn't show anything. Okay, but, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, speaking of which, though, because I guess all of us started out with pretty similar beginner anime. Have you found your tastes have changed a lot? Like, if you were to go back and revisit those same things, do you find you enjoy them as much? Well, I look at them through rose-tinted goggles, I feel. <laughs> I just, if, I, if I go back to, like, an earlier anime that I've watched, I feel like I can, like, sure, they may not be as good, but I feel like I'll enjoy them just as much. I don't know. I just, maybe it's because mm. of, like, the first ones I watched, you know? But I think overall my tastes have changed, though. Okay, like, what like what do you think has changed the most? Do you go for more mature stuff, or is it, like, different genres? Or? Yeah, no, it's mainly that. Like, previously I was like, wow, I just want to see people, like, fight each other. And honestly, sometimes I am in the mood for that, but I'm just... I feel like nowadays I just want to like I have like these moments where I'm like I just don't want to watch this genre and I'm constantly trying to shift the genre and I'm in like a different mood for a different type of anime like every couple months or so or like weeks you know there's like this period where I just really want to watch like Slice of Life or something or I'm like all of a sudden I'm just sick of that and I'm like you know what I want to check out like action or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it all depends on what mood you're go- you're feeling at the time. Yeah, you know, and I also like it's like. I've noticed, like, earlier, I used to, like, watch every damn show in the entire season and then, like, dropped it halfway. Now, I just, I notice I pick up a lot less shows during the season that it's airing and I'm a lot more picky with what I choose. I'm not sure why, but it's just usually from, like, previews or from, like, the studio or, you know. Yeah, I think I think I can, like, make a guess as to why you stopped doing that. 
you know i think at a certain point you reach a point in your anime watching cycle or a life cycle where you can't keep watching like 10 shows a season you know you got to pick and choose which are the important ones yeah i i probably just time constraints to be honest i'm pretty busy so like i don't have time to just watch everything that's fair so yeah i think it. one thing i found is when i was younger like i liked anime tropes a lot more and the older i get the less i tend to like them really like if there are very clear character tropes or if there's etchy for no reason it like immediately turns me off a show was mm. when i was in junior high like I, I just thought of them as like funny or interesting but now i find that when anime play too closely to tropes or to established cliches like it really turns me off a show i think it's because you've seen it so many times before you know it's just like it's just repeated so many times in anime that you just kind of get bored yeah i guess so because yeah at some point it's just it feels like a crutch it's like the show doesn't have any original content to display and so it falls on this crutch of just using already established tropes mm. i don't want to call it out but you know fire force right you heard about the yeah, exactly, controversy right yeah. <laughs> okay i haven't watched fire force right but there's that girl tamaki right who like clothes are just like allergic to her body right that, you know yeah that's actually yeah. when i stopped watching it i watched fire force for the first like six episodes and then like, the first time this girl showed up, I was like, okay, like, it's stupid, but maybe it's a one-off. And then she became a part of the core team, and I was like, yeah, I just, it, it's, it's a good show without it. Yeah. I, I don't see the point of having it in there. It, it, would, it would be definitely be a better off if they didn't have it. It's just kind of like a shame when they add one of those in, and you're like, ah, it's, the anime has a lot of things going for it. And then I know, and I think the worst part is that adding it in actually does work right or they wouldn't i think it it extends better towards the audience they're marketing for yeah and it's like maybe you lose a few older people who watch the show but obviously they wouldn't add it in unless their target demographic liked it right so teenage boys yeah and i think that's the other thing is like when when you are that demographic shonen and just like anything in the top of jump like feels really good Mm -hmm. and then as you get older like suddenly you're not part of that demographic anymore and it's just like they're not going to cater to you and so you have to find stuff that does cater to your tastes more right yeah but you know there's also a lot of people who never get out of that shonen phase you know it's like it's always a part of them this like, that's fair. I, I don't want to call you out, Chris. I don't want to call no, you out. Like, the shonen phase is... It's not over for me. I think it's just my taste. It's, it's not a phase. It's a life. It's so exciting. <laughs> it's, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I don't know. Just seeing fight scenes and, like, action is just so cool because it's so, like, energetic and exciting and you... Like, you may be able to tell, like, who's going to win the fight just based off of, like, the plot line. Yeah, and, like, that's plot what I'm armor thinking. of the heroes. But I just like seeing the way they fight or, like, the methodology in which they they go about how right. they just decide I mean, the action. I get in the mood. Does it never get old for yeah. you, though? No, I don't know, because it's, it's, it's all different. So Naruto is more like the ninjas, obviously, right? Yeah. But they have cool, like, power power systems in Naruto, which, like, they, they built that all on their own, and nothing else is like that. Like, some animes will try to copy that, but One Piece has its completely own power mm-hmm. system. Yeah, DBZ and has then, its own. 
yeah, so if you watch like Demon Slayer, My Hero, Academia, like they're they're all different. So you get something new with each one you watch, and that's why I like. That's why I watch all of them. <laughs> fair okay, that, that, that's fair. It. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it just I'm really, I really like action, and that's why I'm still watching all of the shonens, and I haven't got bored of it yet. Or right. maybe I'm just easy to please in that category, and so I overlook what might be a turn off to other people. Right, Abel, I mean, you feel the same way, hey? I, I honestly, it's, no, no, no. It's, I think it's fine. I just like sometimes I'm just like I, I don't want to watch action. Sometimes like you know what? I just could really, I, I just really want to rewatch the tune-in exams or something, or like <laughs> binge watch all of like My Hero Academia. So I totally get it. Like sometimes you're just in the mood for it, or always, honestly. There's gotcha. nothing wrong with a little action. Yeah, going back to what you were saying though, Cash, about like rewatching the anime that you started out with, and if like your tastes differ from then. I haven't rewatched Gurren Lagann at all since the first time I watched it, you know? Mm. I will say, I actually completed a rewatch of it for the first time a month ago, and in my opinion, it, like, holds up. Like, wow. Really? Yeah, it's still just as good as I remembered it. I okay. gotta say, though, it does surprise me how Yevi has not rewatched it, considering it's on your top three, right? No, it's not in my top three. It's it's It used to be when I was, like, oh, maybe 13, okay. But oh, there like, have I been a few that, that like think surpass that. Oh, okay. have there been anything you have rewatched and you've either liked it as much or disliked it now? Oh, okay. Um, yes, I I, I just rewatched uh one. I I just rewatched this etchy show that I was very instrumental in me getting into the etchy harem genre back when I was thirteen. Which show? It was uh, it's Moto to Love Ru. If you guys have oh, seen that, okay. I, I know, I, I okay. know. That. I've <laughs> seen it. I've heard of it. Okay, so so Moto to Love Ru is like the second season of To Love Ru, which is I'm sure I'm sure most of you guys have heard of it. Yeah, if you've no. browsed N Hentai at least like once in your life, you've seen <laughs> you've seen the fan like community somewhere in there. You know what? If you know what I mean, right? Moto to Love Ru is like a good primer for every single trope of the harem genre and the etchy genre like when when he falls over you know that his hand is gonna like find a breast okay somewhere it's just like okay that sounds awful as he's to say but like, <laughs> it's etchy right you know that once he falls over something is gonna happen sure sure yeah you know the tropes there's the best friend there's the like the best friend that does like fuck all in the entire show all right um there's the childhood friend who doesn't win there's the the strict girl who's best girl but doesn't win and there's the main girl who nobody gives a fuck about but the author does so yeah like did the show hold up during your rewatch uh yeah in a lot of ways it okay well i mean holding up is just like did i enjoy the etchy parts right as much and that part has not really changed um but I didn't think it was like the pinnacle of anime back then, right? Uh, and I don't now either. So I guess my opinion's still the same about it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I found that my opinions towards Echi have definitely changed. Like, I remember liking it when I was younger. A, because it was new, and then B, because, well, you know, it is what it is, and you're a young teenage boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I find nowadays, though, like, I really struggle to stick with the show if there is 
etchy in it that doesn't contribute to the plot in some way or isn't like if it doesn't make sense to have in there okay that's um, very and that's very and, like when i go back and like rewatch shows that i liked and did have ashy like i will cringe at it so like one example of this was like bakato test like i really love that show and okay. I, I thought like back when i watched it it was like one of my favorite shows of all time yeah and i'll, I'll go back and i'll watch it and i still find it funny but the edgy parts of it that I found comedic back then or entertaining back then, I find I don't like as much now. Really? Okay, and so I kind of just wish they skipped it. To be honest, I don't. I, I I'm. I don't really remember any edgy things happening in Baka and Test that often, you know. Yeah, and that's sort of my point too, right? Like when when it does happen, I didn't like before. I would have thought it was cool, but now I look at it and I'm like, why? Oh, okay. I think you've just matured too much. I don't know maybe yeah i don't i don't know in a lot of ways i'm i'm still i'm still a 13 year old kid in the inside i don't know i feel like if it was an older anime and they had those tropes it's more unique back then because it wasn't was it wasn't as done in a lot of animes but now because a lot of animes are like oh this anime did really well and they did this and i'm gonna copy that that formula it like Mm -hmm. i don't think it's fair or like to say to to lower your opinion of the original anime just because other animes have copied that style baka and test is pretty old, uh, that's right? a fair point yeah. yeah and it might just be that like the more you watch the more jaded you kind of get right and so even yeah, when you go true. back and revisit it it's just hard yeah. to enjoy it i mean you see so much of that stuff in anime that you do get it does get a little yeah. tiring after a while like honestly like i'm okay with it i don't i don't like it too often but like for example, like after I finished like a Kamega kill or whatever, I was like depressed as fuck, right? I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. dude, I just want to watch like High School DxD or some shit. Like, I need <laughs> something. Like, need, literally, need, like a palate cleanser." Right? <laughs> no, I was so done. I was like, "Okay, this is uh, I'm so like sad and like upset." I'm like, you know, I need something like just like simple, easily digestible. Don't need a focus. I can do something else while I watch it too. It's like you know what High School DxD it is, but like if I actually want to like pay attention and watch something with like a plot. I don't, I don't know, Etchy really is just not the move for me. I don't know, I, I haven't really watched a lot of Etchy because I usually just watch Shonen and Isekais. So I think, but... like, personally, I just have a really high tolerance for tropes being reused because of that's just the nature of the genre that I'm in. So, Fair enough. I don't know, because, like, a lot of Isekais, they have the exact same thing. But I still tend myself, like, tend to find myself watching all of the new ones that come out and still enjoying it. You see, I think that's just, like, psychotic. Because, like, you're, <laughs> they're basically the same fucking show, you know? <laughs> like, I mean... No, I was, I, I was gonna give an example, but it just lowers my mood so much. I don't, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Go catch. Yeah, I was going to say that I'm struggling to think of the last time I watched like a unique and groundbreaking quote-unquote isekai. I can't really Mine remember. No I think that like the one that I think did a pretty good job that everyone kind of likes is Konosuba, right? Because a, a lot of the yeah. show is kind of mm-hmm. mocking the tropes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just like how Cosmo literally cannot date any one of them except for you know megumin 
Yeah, if you if you oh. watch the movie, you know, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good movie, by the way. But yeah, yeah, it is. It is good. It Light it does make sense. I mean, okay, so I um Chris has been telling me for like I think a year now to watch the slime isekai, the like um the time I got reincarnated in another world as a mm-hmm. slime, like shittiest name, but all isekais have shitty names, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's actually so good. I binged it in three days, and I I. I haven't binged anything that fast since I watched Haikyuu when I was like 12 years old. No, 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 not 12. Like 15 years old or something, you know? And that's a good sign because Haikyuu is my favorite anime. So Slime Isekai is pretty good. I mean, I don't know if it's groundbreaking. Chris, I think you'd like be the authority on this, but... I don't know. I think it's, it's different because it was one of the first few that you you don't get... Like he he's a slime in that one, so it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. What what like in makes sense for it's like it's not like you were reborn and now you have magic, but oh. like they they added a new, a new transformation into the isekai. Yeah. So I think it is pretty different from other ones, but yeah, it still not, has not a human, lot right? of. Yeah, it has a lot of the same core elements that the isekai genre has, but I think it's. It's took a different take on most of those that it's pretty unique on its own. Right. I think, well, I, so I watched it too and I overall like did enjoy it. I think I liked the first like five or six episodes the best back when he was kind of just world building and yeah. building his village up. I think, I think the like, building, I thought, the world building is always going on, right? Just like, yeah, I think with each the arc. focus definitely shifted away from it though. Oh, yeah, I um, guess that's true. And I like, I thought for me that was the part that was really unique and interesting was that like it's no longer surviving in the world, it's like making the world itself. Mm. And I thought that was like really, really fun and interesting to watch. And then as it shifted more away from that and more into just kind of like generic, hey, I'm an isekai protagonist, mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it, I still liked it, but I don't think I enjoyed it as much. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I the first few episodes where he was learning and discovering the world was the most exciting. Yeah, because you know, yo, most, when he when he yeah. met that dragon, let's go. That that was so hype. Yeah, that was sick. Right, and I don't know about you, but for me, that's I think that's the reason I'm drawn to isekai most of the time is because like with fantasy uh, anime, the the general understanding is that everyone in that environment has grown up in it and knows it, right? And yeah. so there's no really sense of exploration from you except for just being like watching the show. With the Nisekai, it's like this person is reborn into the world. So you're learning about it at the same time they're learning about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really, really fun to kind of explore a world and learn how the author's building it up at the same time as the protagonist. And you can kind of relate to him because you're like, oh yeah, how does this work? He doesn't know either and we're going to learn together. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I was like, um, yeah. I, I was thinking to myself like why why do people make isekais and not just normal fantasy worlds and it's because they can explain everything if there's like an audience surrogate in there you're not like thrown into it they like build up to it and then you can actually Mm -hmm. get to explore yourself right fantasy is just like you have to kind of like i found with like a lot of the fantasy ones i've watched i've been really really confused for the first couple episodes and sometimes i'll have to like go back and like rewatch just like make sure i like took in everything and then it finally like makes sense during like the fifth episode and then i can get into it whereas like an isekai or something you're like they're basically equally confused and then they introduce it obviously every show doesn't like you know do it as well and it's like pretty rushed and you're still confused 
but like for the majority of them i've noticed it's just like they introduce it at like a pretty good pace and it's easily digestible and it's not like rushed or anything yeah well the way i view isekai like as a genre is is just a method of getting all of the all of like the settings and the story set like you kind of have you come in with the sense that you know there's going to be some main character and they're going to get transported into a new world through whatever means death or hit by a truck yeah hit by a truck <laughs> it's always the truck truckoon but it, it's kind of like you know what you're getting when you when you start an isekai and it being an isekai just gives it that gives you that heads up it's like oh so this is what's going to happen just so it's less confusing as opposed to just being a fantasy anime for sure and i i get that too because i don't know if this happens to you guys but if i've finished a show like there's a level of activation energy for me to try watch a new show and like almost every single time i will opt to rewatch something because i'm like i know it's good i'm comfortable watching it i know it'll be entertaining but then if i go start a new show i kind of just have to get in the right mood and there's like that it yeah. feels to me like it's a commitment i'm like do i really want to that is, I, I just go watch dbc that is 100 percent me yeah it's only after like pressure i feel like i need like either someone just like yo you gotta fucking watch this show like at least 10 times i'll be like oh fine and then once i like actually i'm like you know what this isn't so bad i'm actually enjoying it i'll finish it or if i'm like far enough through it where i'm like okay hey, you know what this show is like dog shit but i kind of like watched most of it anyway i'll probably just keep going and finish it or if it's like heavily recommended or something right guys what's your go-to anime to rewatch whenever you get that feeling no game no life or okay. sao <laughs> i fucking knew it i knew you were gonna say that or shit. either that One or sao <laughs> yeah <sighs> i was gonna say earlier that i don't like to rewatch anime like i it doesn't have the same excitement that it does the first time mm. and i just find it boring like it's still fun to watch but it's okay. like i don't okay, want to rewatch leave something that i've already seen and <laughs> i know it's gonna happen that's fair i find that like most of the stuff i rewatch i probably watched like eight years ago and i could not tell you like the main events i can tell you like how it ends and how it starts um, one thing I will come back to, and maybe maybe rewatching isn't the right word for this, but for for the longest time I had been watching Gintama, and like I was very far behind, and I was probably like on the three or four hundred episodes behind. Jesus and so anytime Christ. I'd like finish something, I'd be like, do I want to start something new, or do I kind of just want to like go back to Gintama? And I'd usually just go back to Gintama, watch like twenty episodes until like I have found time or was in the mood to watch something new, and so it took me like. Probably, yeah, like, the, over the course of seven years to actually catch up to Gintama. Okay, hang on. I, I'm very uh, curious about Gintama, because I think you are the only person here right now who has watched it. You fucking Wait, love actually? Gintama. Yeah, I, I hear it from you about it all the time. And I was, um, like, always been, like, maybe I should watch it. And, like, wait, nah, I'll check something else out. But I will eventually, and then I so, never do. Yeah, I will say, the first arc of Gintama is incredibly boring. And if you can make it past those first 20 episodes, it is a real gem. Why is that the case what? with every fucking shonen? It's like, oh, the first arc sucks, but, you know... <laughs> it's it gets better yeah but yeah i don't know does that happen to you guys too like 
do you have an ongoing thing that you've just been watching for a while and you kind of just come back to it once in a while just never really catch up not mm, well i know that's one piece for chris well yeah so i'm watching one piece and when i was well i finished naruto because it's it's over but when naruto and one piece were going it's kind of i always had this fallback of anime to watch it's like should i watch something new or oh hey the new one piece episode's out let's just watch that so, One Piece is never ending, and I actually did start Boruto, but it, I don't know, it's, it's not good, so yeah, let's do <laughs> yeah, this. Wait, Boruto? Wait, I, just real quick though, uh, I don't know if this is wrong, but didn't the, I, I heard that the manga author, like, they just for the, like, the author, you know how the, Nar- the Boruto author is, isn't, like the same one as the Naruto author. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently he's the like Naruto... their main editor, right? Yeah, and apparently it's the Naruto author that's writing Boruto now. Apparently, he's probably just sick of his characters getting butchered or some shit. That's what I heard anyway. Oh, I didn't hear that, Chris. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really in tune with. Okay, I just read it somewhere, and I was uh, I just thought I'd bring it up real quick. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's always really interesting when you've created something that's so iconic, and then you move on. I yeah. think the only author I can think of that had like two back to back hits. You're gonna you're gonna name um Hunter I know Hunter, which one. Right? I was gonna say Full Metal Alchemist and then Ooh. onto Silver Spoon. Completely different genres. And uh, yeah. both of them were like super successful. I think I think that author, she's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure there's more. But the only one I can think of that like made such an iconic thing and then went on to make another incredibly successful piece. The thing is like yeah, they were so. Those two are so fucking different. Like you cannot. Like if you told me that hey, these are made by the same person, I would I would not believe you, because right. like and that makes it so much more impressive too, right? Yeah, and they're both they're both really good for what they set out to accomplish. To make sure I understand, but it was like FMA, which is FMA, but and the other one was like farming, right? Yeah, it's just like people go to farming school and they learn oh, how to farm. Okay, okay. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it's it's a, it's like a laid back. Would you would you say it's slice of life cash? I, I definitely would. I, I think it falls more under the category of, like, educational slice of life, maybe? Like, you can tell a lot of time and research was put into getting the facts right. right. And, like, a lot of the show also revolves around trying to teach you about how farming works. Actually, um, I don't know if it's research. I think uh, Arakawa, the author, actually grew up on a farm. So oh, for real? Is, is, it, a, is, it, a, is it a she? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think she knows a lot about the the minute details that go into oh. growing up there like yeah like how you raise cool. animals and then you oh. eat them but like you don't really mind it right because you're just like okay like thank you for like the food and thank you for existing and being food for me like that it's, it's kind of weird if you ask me but yeah. different different culture for sure uh, and for people who haven't watched it i would definitely recommend either read or watch silver spoon because i know the premise sounds boring but they do such a good job of making it entertaining and there aren't really like strict plot points per se but it follows the journey of it yeah like it follows and i think it what makes it so good is it almost has that isekai quality of like someone who isn't a farmer and he's thrust into like this farming world almost from being a city boy and so like (laughs) you're going along this journey with him and you're just as confused about farming as he is yeah. Which Aww. makes it, like, such an entertaining journey. Hey, don't give anybody ideas. Next thing, we're going to see, like, uh, farming in another world. 
Oh my god. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure pretty it sure that exists sure already. Exists. Actually, that's true. I've seen like vending machine in another world, like reincarnated right, being, as a, sec- as being a sex being reincarnated in as a hot spring in another world. Is another that is one, a I thing. Think. That is a thing. <sighs> no, they kind of did that in the. I forgot the name, but the one where she goes, she enters the video game world of her favorite dating. Oh yeah, I remember this. Oh, that's the. That's the oh, villain, villain villainess, right? Yeah, villainess. villainess. I enjoyed that yeah. one. Cash, have you seen that one? I haven't even heard of this one. Okay, so this is one that like me, Abel, and Chris were watching basically at the same time, and it's a, uh, it's like it's a dating. So this girl plays a dating sim, and she does she die or just get teleported? Um, she dies. She okay she she she, i don't i I don't remember i don't know i don't think it's that important it just oh yeah okay anyway she gets in she gets like reincarnated into that video game world but not as the main heroine as the villain so interesting yeah but um, apparently all the endings in the game yeah like she's supposed to die and she's trying to avoid it yeah no because because she has the knowledge that she came playing the video game she the way the game's set up is like there's different routes you can go but all those routes will lead to the villainess dying. And she's she's like, oh, I'm the villainess now, and I don't want to die. So she's like, I have to avoid all these different routes that the game would usually take you through. That sounds very entertaining, actually. I'm about to check that yeah. out. Okay, you have homework now, Cash. Good. Like, I, I, I expect a written, like, 600-word uh, <laughs> essay word by essay next week. Just for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely would need to check that out. I think I think a cool way to end the episode would maybe just be like a suggestion you have for Ooh, everyone to okay. watch. Like if we, because I know I have like a bunch of anime. I don't think many other people have watched, but I think are like a real hidden gem. So I can start. I think the one I'd recommend everyone to watch is Space Dandy. And oh, I really want to watch Dandy that. It's because Cowboy Bebop was is another icon, right? It's like this huge monolithic staple of anime. And I personally, and this is my hot take, didn't enjoy Cowboy Bebop as much as I thought I would from all the reviews surrounding it. Like, I didn't think I was invested in every single episode. Mm-hmm. And there might only be a handful that I go back and actually rewatch because I genuinely enjoy them a lot. And I think Space Dandy, for me, was everything I wished Cowboy Bebop was. It's a lot more freer. I like the aesthetic more. And you just really fall in love with the characters. And it's just so funny. Like, the comedy in it is genius. The art style looks pretty good, too. I believe it's from the same creator. Don't quote me. I think it is, though. Is this the one where the main character has, like, that haircut? You know what I'm talking about? Pompadour haircut. Yes, that one. That's the one? Okay. Yeah, and the thing is, there's ecchi in the show but it's just so absurd and over the top and so <laughs> clearly mocking the uh, yeah he has the the boobies right boobies yeah the, the hooters right? yeah no, they, so they have they have, context, they have a yeah in, in space dandy they have like a restaurant an, an intergalactic chain of restaurants called boobies that is basically okay. just it's, it's just literally hooters hooters in space oh but my yeah i will say the other thing that blew me away is the sound design like the all of the OSTs were mixed by a single DJ except for a few, and like just overall the sound design from everything to effects to voice actors to the music, um, is incredible. Like I think it's a really well put together piece, and I'm really sad that a lot of people didn't like it because they were expecting another Cowboy Bebop, and that's not what they got. Yeah. But I will say if you just take it for what it is and don't relate it to any past works, like it is such a gem, and I think so many people will enjoy it. 
Yeah, that goes back to that uh, thing we were talking about, right? With like authors making a second thing that's just as good as the first one, right? Or in your yeah. case, in your opinion, better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I, Abel, I'm curious, what would be your one suggestion? Recommendation? Okay, this is a definite uh, hidden gem, as they say. Classroom Crisis. Love that mm, show. Mm. I thought Actually, that show I was so that. cool. I was like, I was not expecting it to be good at all. And then I watch it, it has like that really, what's that, it's called the summer effect, right? Is that what it is? Where it's like super bright and colorful, right? I don't know. I think that uh, that's what it's called. It, had, it does have a really nice aesthetic. Yeah, it looks very warm. I think that's what it looks for. It's like really warm and like colorful. Like the plot's really cool. But anyway, I recommend it mainly because like I, I, I thought the setting was like going to be like a classic school thing, right? But it was actually like, it's like they're in this colony on Mars and it's like, they're in like one of those, um, I don't know what they're called. It's like a habitat, right? Because obviously the atmosphere is not safe. But they live in one of those. And it looks like a normal city on the inside. And the entire plot premise is just like, I guess um, they're just this group of engineers. And they're like students, uh, I think. Uh, I don't know how old. Around our age, maybe a bit younger. But they're working on like, they're trying to develop a new engine. And then this new kid joins who's like trying to like fuck it up. But then he get, grows close to all these other kids. And then he's got his own family like crisis going on. And he's, like, getting close to these other kids, but his family wants him to do something else. And some of his family members hate him. And there's a lot of uh, neat relationships between all the characters. And it's it is cool. very cool high recommendation. Politics and sci-fi. Yeah, and it's, like, also just looks really good, too. And the animation is superb. Mm, okay, because uh, I've never heard of this. I mean, yeah, other I don't than from you, right? I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's really good. It's really good. I, I, I can uh, I can also vouch for it. I really enjoyed it. Okay, yeah. I'll put it on the list. It's yeah. a very unique take for just a futuristic anime, I think. The unfortunate truth is that we say, like, I'll put it on the list, but when do we ever get to the list, right? I'm, I do, actually, occasionally. <laughs> okay, I think you're, I think you're the exception. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe maybe we can make this list an official, like, watch-together kind of thing. Oh, okay, I would yeah. be that. That would be really cool. Apps, discuss it. But yeah, no, what, what would you go for, Yevi? What would you say is something you don't think many people have watched, but you would really want to recommend? Um, okay, so here's the thing. I know a lot of people have watched this, but I know not enough people have. Okay, so I'm going to recommend Haikyuu because Ooh. I know for a fact that from the from the outset, Haikyuu does not seem very appealing, right? It's just like a sports on. Oh, fuck, I don't do sports in real life. Why would I want to watch an anime about sports, right? Uh I would say Haikyuu is the Animal Crossing of anime. You don't think you'll like it, and then once you start, you're like, wow, I am a fan. This is so much fun. This is so good. Um, Haikyuu is, like a lot, in a lot of ways, my inspiration. Uh, and I mean that literally. Like, it gets me motivated to work out. It gets me motivated to do shit. It's, it's a very positive anime, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's just so much fun to watch. I've rewatched it 10 times, and it's not gotten old. So it's not oh, like yeah. your typical porn anime. Yeah, this is the anime that I rewatch. <laughs> this is the anime that I rewatch when I'm feeling that like that emotion that you were talking about before, Cash. Okay, okay. I will. Yeah, because the only sports anime I think I've actually watched was Yoamushi Pedal. And I actually really liked it. I, I think I it's a heck. It's a different vibe than Yoamushi Pedal. Okay, I'll I'll try check it out though because I know a couple of my friends have been nagging me to watch it too. Yeah, it's definitely it's so much fun to watch it's just that it's you don't have to care about intense world building you just have to care about 
what the characters are doing, what volleyball means to them, and what they do to achieve their goals. It's so positive, and it's so simple. That's why I love it. Yeah, I okay. thought initially when I heard about it, it was just like some other version of like Kuroko no Basket or something. It's actually like, I, I would say it's the polar opposite of Kuroko no Basket, really? but that's a okay. discussion for another day. I'll keep right? that in mind. Yeah, but remember, hey, I, I, I didn't think I would like Animal Crossing New Horizons when you recommended it to me, and then now Fair I'm enough. a fan. So that might Fair be the enough. same for you with Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Fair enough, yeah. I'll, I'll have to give it a chance. Yep. All right, Chris. Final one. Hopefully last and hopefully not least. I I don't, I don't know. It's, this is kind of a hot, very spicy hot take. Oh, I like that. But it, it doesn't need any more, like, getting people to watch it. But the latest season of SAO... Okay, here's the Con- thing. No, Chris, no, right? Chris no, is only Okay, fine, I like no it. comment. I like no it. Comment. Chris, I'm with you. Like, let me speak. <laughs> fine, okay, go. You have the mic. Okay, just because it's called SAO, people like instantly like, oh, SAO, that's trash. That's like, that's weak. That's weak stuff. Dude. But they've really done a lot with the latest season that... You, you, like, people who think that way, they just won't see that. Because they won't give give it a chance. But I, I am 100% with you there. Like, 100% where people will, like, hear the name of some yeah. shit. And they're like, oh, it's already got such a negative connotation attached to it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to give it a but, chance. I fucking hate it. Exactly. Yeah. But the, the they're, reason they're, They why, already have expectations going into it, right? Yeah. The reason why I want to, like, shout that one, even though it doesn't need it is because for partly for that reason because people will overlook it and be like hey that's trash i don't want to see that that's just like i've already seen the first season like what more is there to see but the sound design and the visuals and the way they animated everything is so smooth and it looks so beautiful that you you that's good enough a reason just to see it even if the plot is like kirito wins everything Okay, you know what, Chris? Yeah. I will. I will actually try and watch it. Okay, the next time the I'm feeling action, I can I'm going to watch it. It's so the fight scenes are great. It looks great. It's so smooth. Like they went ham on the budget for the fight scenes, and that's what I love. And what's really understated is the sound design. Like man, the the sound design for the effects of their abilities and weapon. Oh yeah, is Isn't it just, so... It's just a one pictures, right? Uh, yeah 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 i think so it's just so it's so nice and it's i think it's something really underrated is the sound design of the battle not the battle itself because the sound design just makes the scene hit so much more like have so much more impact right okay so yeah just for that you gotta see it you know maybe you don't want to see the plot just watch the fight scenes it's really good. Enjoy it for right. what it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good place to end today's episode. Hopefully for next week, we'll have a bit better equipment, a bit less scuffed. Hey. Of a we'll, we'll, we'll plan it out. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 <laughs> hopefully we can watch something, discuss it a bit, get some more specific discussion points. But I think it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think one of, the, one of the biggest like appeals of like the first episode of a podcast is that nobody knows what they're doing and it's so like nice to see you know what i mean yeah 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 thank you for listening to the puppet chat 
we'll be releasing a new episode bi-weekly, so we'll catch you again in two weeks.